Blog Talk Radio. Although those in any other camp 
If you want to come early to help clean up any of the camps, get things prepared, that's what day is all about. It's about bonding. It's about showing what it's going to be like when you come together as one. That's what it's all about. The seven-day feast of tabernacle is about you coming together, bonding to understand what is your role in the day of Yahweh. It was all about. That's why he set up for them seven days. All right, so what we're going to bring our head over there and tell you all about the broadcast. And Hilda will tell you all about the broadcast. Uh, look at something. So, okay. That, um, Hilda, that's, um, BSJ right there, right, right above you, that's who, right there in that slot. That's our sister BSJ, right there, BSJ. That's right, BSJ, BSJ, right there. And that's probably real above you there, Elder. That's uh, sister BSJ. She said, well, I'm not ready to come on the network yet here, but uh, I'm, I'm still listening. I'm trying to get everything down packed. So that's just the BSJ that they're above you there, you know, Mr. Tibbs. So um, that's who it is. That's right. Now, B is in Victor. 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 Not B. V. V. So the BSJ Israel. That's who that is. That's who it is right there in that spot. She said, see, I'm not ready to come on the broadcast, but I'm... I'm, um, I'm on something. But I'm going to hide that microphone real soon, no doubt about it. Sister oh, yeah. BSJ Israel. Excellent. All right. There you go, there, Elder. So bring our Elder in. He's going to tell you about the broadcast. It's the third day of the Feast of Tabernacle. And we're going to lay, up, we're going to lay some vital points down to understand this is, this, is so, this is serious business. And we're going to tell you all about it through the spirit of Yahweh after our Elder come on. And he'll tell you about the broadcast. So we need our elder with a loud voice. You say, Elder Mr. Tears. Yaqua BJC Ray. And Yaqua bless you, see his role, see bro. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Oh, Yaqua there, Elder. Well, you know, uh, them young lions, we trying to make sure these young lions got to put some more, got to put some soda in this thing there, you know, and bring this thing on out. And uh, well, this, this business, you know, we got we got the latest thing out because when we uh when the, when the elders pass the torch on and and put them young lions out there to go, they they gotta go. So we gotta make sure we monitor them young lions, make sure them young lions are rowing right and on the right track and everything. So uh, we got a big job to do, elders. So uh, we're gonna dress this nice and and over nine hundred thousand strong third day of the feast of chapel. Uh, tabernacle the third day. So whatever the all, Almighty put on you to tell them and, and keep out on them young lines that Mr. Tibbs is real Roy, you on the clock, come on. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. Among a cast of hundreds of thousands, it's a great pleasure, and also on the third day of the Feast of Tabernacle. 
That's a good thing. And this tells me what you were saying earlier, that we need to reach out more and bring people into this word the right way, where some of the men and the young lions will reach out and they will touch other men the way that most men do, pass messages on each other. We also need those mothers out there that are encouraged to reach out and touch other mothers who are interested in the word of Yahweh. Because there's too many people out there trying to come on to their own Yahweh, to their own decisions, to their own books. So this is why we need to reach out. Because as you say, the harvest is plenty, but the labors are few. And most of us in the up in the word of Yahweh need to be able to reach out and touch others. So those that are doing that, the elder would like to thank you for reaching out and touching other sisters, other mothers, other fathers, other brothers, and bringing them strongly into the word of Yahweh. And the reason I say this, you have to remember that the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. And they're pretty good at that, leading you astray. But our job is here to guide you through these dark times of bad teaching. Loud want the gums for righteous learning and Christianity. People screaming, don't do that. Do it this way. This is the reason why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yaqua's ministry. Coming to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost about Yaqua's word, learning how to connect the Bible books, your help, foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath day, such as we're doing right now, the third day of the tabernacle. And we do this because you have not. This is the information that you all came to seek and have correctly found it in the voices of the Trinitalites tribe of Yadav. We're open unto you on the normal days, which is non-feast days, from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday, unless we have a high day or a special event. And it's possible we do have a high day this week. So class time on high days or Sabbath days starts at 7.30. Now, the top part of the Sabbath, normal, is Friday. That time starts at 7.30 to 2.30. And the top part of the Sabbath is Saturday. You have a temple class on Saturday. It starts at 12 p.m. Now, online class, which starts at 2.00 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. Now, we also have a website address. To use this on any one of the smart devices, Rather than to find in a tribe.com. And after click enter, once again, look for tribe.com. Dash is the last. Doing this will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One, being tithes and offerings. Click right now and follow the instructions. In the other device, you might see many of them. But after clicking it, you'll still see choices. Still choose to tithes and offerings and doing so. Remember what it tells us all that reads the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aqua, you kings of the people. Give unto the Aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aqua, the glory do unto his name. Bring an offering and come unto his corpse. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, 
to remember and help our love so that you'll forgive her. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30. And once again, it's read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus as Yahweh alive. Also, for building a school, which is very well needed. I'm Radio Station, and land to grow the health food as we continue to speak out on this program. Also, while there, check out our calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. That way, you'll be up on the Feast of the Tabernacle and the other feast days that follow by keeping up with that calendar. Also, you want to also type in Yahweh Radio Live, or either on your cell phone, your computer, or your tablet. And when you do that, look for Voices of the Truth Lights. Doing this will take you to our live program, where when the red light button appears, you click on that, you'll be right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with the outline line. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six or nine accounts of God's class ministry. But now also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, you, by calling this number, you can order the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Which reminds me, we have to step on, step up on getting those copies available. On another note, please do not contact us here via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station Scott Alden is a cigarette man, answering many memos, and now even in addition to that, the latter day sex. So please use the international line of 224-600-9579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you only hear the scourging down to Now, if you happen to miss the beginning, our program during the feast days. You can catch the entire show during those feast days after 10.30 p.m. To do that, just enter three words on your search line. Dakwam Radio Live. And look for Voices of the Truth Lights and choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And during our normal Blood Talk broadcast, we are usually transmitting our information also on Outtalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, even now, as smartwatch. Just make sure you've got to download the Outtalk app. You can listen on the ethnic group, African American, local voices of the Israelites, spread of Outtalk. You'll find a long haul for 10 more listening participants where Yahweh's word will also be working with Bible education. An online there to answer those on the table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be 
both of the Satyrs of Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing a shaka. During this time, we'll be taking all comments on topic, or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if time you brought some answers before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on topic. That's what you know. But you know, at this time, I'm using to give that continuing reminder, which is that my way of giving the scriptures to speak, I just see it. The reading numbers. Because the reader is slow to speak, so the words you have well fall smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners who came to hear the righteous words and the well. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But remember to make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can do just what we talked about. We have to go over to our seer Israel and say, Hello, Yahweh. All right, yo, that was excellent. Hallelujah, right, yo, that was excellent on your part there, Elder. Yeah, no doubt about it. Then this third day of speech is all about edifying. See, we come on this national radio for the six and all the council. Edifying. These speech days are very important. And that's why he made a profound statement after we are um, able to still look down and on that microphone and give me some Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Then we're going to see which way the spirit leads us in this lesson here. And then we're going to kind of get, get a nice shot in and turn to the young lions. And we're going to right back and we're going to listen to the young lions deliver the knockout blow. That's, that's what it's all about. But one thing about it, you got to know. What kind of knockout blows to the little? He'll give you that right spirit in the same hour. So, look at that Luke chapter 12, and let's bring in that verse 12 and see what we're working with there. Come on. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse number 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. Righteous spirit do all the teaching, no doubt about it. But the elders got a big responsibility, no doubt about it. Big responsibility, more bigger than you think it is. So the righteous spirit was teaching that very same hour what you ought to say. And uh, let's get a case in point. They are. Um, Brother Titus? Yes, sir. We go on to the book of Jeremiah 45 and look at verse 1, 2, and 3. Third day of the feast, we go on to Jeremiah 45, 1, 2, and 3. It's up there to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 and 20 for the precept. All right, we're going to the book of Jeremiah to see it. Chapter 45, verse 1 reads, The word that Jeremiah to see it, speaking to Baruch, the son of Neriah, who had written these words in the book at the mouth of Jeremiah in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Jehoshua, king of Yadah Judah. 
saying, verse 2, Thus said Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, unto you, O Baruch, verse 3 reads, You did say, Woe is me now, but Yahweh have added grief to my sorrow. I faded in my sight, and I find no rest.
But we also want to make sure, next to your question and comments, that you got some uh, scriptures written down. You took good notes. So call in and ask those questions and comments at 224-600-5579. Once again, call in and ask those questions and comments at 224-600-5579. And if you don't want to call in and ask those questions and comments, you can also type them in. Ask those questions and comments on our YouTube page at B-O-T-T-Y-T-R-I-Y-H-D-H. You can put a comment down there. And uh, you got a question, you can put your question down there as well. And we'll, hey, you can call in and you catch a lesson. Who knows? You may be catching on the YouTube page live one day or come back and listen to the record. And also you can ask that question on our Facebook page and look for Sears' name, Sears Israel, or B-O-T-T-Y. And, um... You can catch us on our page as well to ask that question in the comments and get something going on. Uh, we also just set up a TikTok page. We haven't got it fully up and running yet, but we got the name going. The name is out there, D-O-T-T-Y, Try Y-H-D-A, the same as our YouTube page, D-O-T-T-Y, Try Y-H-D-A. We want to set that all the way up and get that ball game rolling, but we most definitely had uh uh, shot out there, and we take we going we running a whole hundred yards in some. So um, check us out, and we want you to really tune into our broadcast. So you can get this information that for the twelve tribes of Israel, we are pro twelve tribes of Israel. We are not anti anybody. Keep that in your mind. We are not anti anybody. We are pro twelve tribes of Israel. Pro tribe Yada Judah. First. Now, they know over to you, Sears Real, Sears Real. Over to y'all, that's And also, those on the national audience understand one thing. If anywhere, wherever y'all are, bless you to get in where you've been in at, and anything that you can do enhancing this ministry mm-hmm. based upon getting us on one of your broadcasts, you no know, play broadcast on anybody's broadcast. Or one thing about it. This message is going to hold up anywhere. So those that know how to, you know, do the computer stuff and how to set up broadcasts all over the country, give us a call on the international line and and, and we'll get back with you as long as you're talking about enhancing B-O-T-T-Y up under Y-H-W-H. As long as it's about being up under Y-H-W-H, and that's all the six anointed camps is about, Yahweh's kids. And we lead by example. We ain't going to tell you nothing that is not by example. Matter of fact, uh, Elder Steele, I need a first read behind that by saying that, Elder. Uh, uh, Paul made a statement, Elder. He said something pertaining to what I just got through saying. And, uh, but it, it don't got past me now. But Paul said something, and behind that, and, and right now, I ain't even got past me right now, so I guess I got to come back with that later. But Paul made a profound statement, you, you know, so, but he don't got past me right now. So we'll get back on it in a minute. What we'll do, we'll bring our mother in, Mother E, and we know Mother Z will be giving a commentary later on in the broadcast. So Mother Z said, I wanna, I, I'm going to holler in that microphone too, sir. That's right. Hallelujah. What? So it was all about getting 
get in where you fit in at and lead by example because one thing, the eyes all around the world is on the sixth anointing camp of orphans all the true Israelites. And we're going to tell you what this Bible is saying. That's it. If the Bible don't support it, we ain't going to tell you nothing about it because you ain't going to bring nothing back that we didn't show you what the Bible is saying. So, um, hey, Mother E, one of the most out of camp one, y'all probably be there to see you right here. Yahweh bless you, see it is there. A seed Lord, hallelujah. All right, hallelujah, that mother excellent. All right. And we know Mother Z will be giving a commentary a little bit later in the broadcast, but she says, Sarah, put some on the table if I can know what to put down at the at that hour. So right now, we're gonna get back to a to the young line and and that thirteenth chapter, because we gotta understand something that the fear, Zachariah, and that's not Almighty speaks through the fear. Where you where you want it, truth, but we we gonna give truth. But if you won't believe a lie, you believe a lie. That's how he operates. So he's telling Zachariah exactly how this thing gonna be. It's thirteen chapter eight down verse ten. What is that, that brother Rakai? Brother Zachariah, chapter thirteen, verse eight down to verse number ten. Book of Zechariah, chapter 13, verse 8, reads, And it shall come to pass, and in all the land, said the Yahweh, two parts therein shall be cut off and die. And, and do what? And die. Two parts, a two parts will be cut off and die. Now, he's telling two parts. Now, see, Christianity is all over the place. But the two parts he's talking about is the one, um, Mother Amy, that's in 49 28. He's talking about two parts of these is going to die. And Jesse 49 28, he's talking about the two parts of these is going to die. After they are received something real big. Hey, Mother Amy, what can we read in the 49th chapter, verse 28? What two parts he's talking about going to die or what people? Let's see about it. Come on. Look at Genesis chapter 49, verse 28. Genesis chapter 49, verse 28. Okay, Genesis chapter 49, verse 28 reads, All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is it that their fathers speak unto them and bless them, everyone according to his blessing, he blessed them. Uh-huh. So the two parts he's talking about is going to die, mother. According to that verse, help the national morning out. What two parts that he's talking about according to that verse that you read? The two parts is who? Of the twelve tribes of Israel. So when we're reading Zechariah 13, verse 8, he's not talking about the two parts of the world. He's talking about the world of Israel's world. Now you know two parts of the children of Israel. And so two parts out of the twelve is what you call three, six, nine, twelve. So he's telling you right now, three and six. It's not going to make it. 
That's the two parts he's talking about. Three, six is not going to make it. Now, nine is going to be where the teachers come from. Nine. And when the nine come in, the nine got to understand one thing. Uh, y'all mind not bringing that first question six, 19 and 20. Now, when this nine is put together, understand nine. When you put together, never forget this in the book called First Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. The book of First Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. First Corinthians, chapter 6, verse 19 reads, What? Know you not that your temple, know you not that your body is the temple of the righteous spirit, which is in you, which you have of Yahweh. And ye are not your own. So the nine got to understand one thing. You cannot have a Baruch spirit. Oh, woe is me. He, he, he was the writer for Jeremiah, the scribe. And when Jeremiah was hearing the word from the big man himself about him getting ready to take down the whole nation of Judah, Benjamin, Levite, and Simeon. He started thinking about his old piece of house and put together in that old single egg woman. He thought about woe is me. He told, he said, but I'm going to go back and read that again, young lion, because I missed something out of that. Come back to that 45, but look at the real captain. Don't be in no hurry to make sure you give me what I need, because I missed something out of that 45. You know, and I'm instructed to go back to that again, 45. Don't be in no hurry and bump up nothing. Just deliver the knockout, bro, for I can take care of his business. Come on. The book, of, the book of Jeremiah is here, chapter 45, verse 1. The word that Jeremiah, the seer, spake to Baruch, the son of Neriah, when he had written these words in a book, at the mouth of Jeremiah, the seer, in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of jo- Joshua, Jehoshua, king of Judah, saying, verse 2, Then said Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel, unto you, O Baruch. Verse 3, You did say, Woe is me now, for Yahweh has added grief to my sorrow. What do you mean, what do you mean by you did say? You did say, Woe is me. I mean, he might, he, he might have said it. He might have said, Woe is me, up on his butt. You know, you know, well, I gotta put a precept on that, uh, Brother Makai. Uh, he said, "You uh, oh, look at that." Uh, it just, uh, it just took my mind about that precept. Just in there, he said, "Now, you said woe is me," and then I'm going to the Book of Numbers, and all of a sudden, when you said, "Mm-hmm," I'm still saying Hallelujah, well, it, it, it got away from me. It got away from me exactly the precept when he said, Oh, woe is me. Well, I gotta I gotta I gotta leave that off because one thing about it, I'm keep telling you, when we line up with this Bible, Yahweh gonna tell us that gonna, gonna, gonna have us what's called in the in the right spirit and the right track. But you gotta understand something. This nine have a great responsibility. This nine that's going, and when his nine learn the thing, what do the nine go? That's the point we're making. 
9, 12. What do the 9 go when the 9 get right? Where do he go? To the 12. He go to the 12. He can't go back to the dead Israelite. You got some that's dead, that's walking dead, walking dead Israelites. You got to let them stay where they're at. You got to help the ones that when you hear them crowd, you got to jump at the ones that crowd dead in there. Because this is part of the nine. You see? The nine itself just jump out there. You just like the you know, like the lion see the prey. You look at him, pray getting close. You just, you just throw a rub in his old, his old uh, 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 tongue. You just throw a rub around here. Look at him, walk really, really into my mouth. And that's how we got to take this man's bed, the nine. And you not, did you read that uh, 6, 19, 20? Did I hear that again? Did I hear that 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 on your line? Did I hear that? I read uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse, yeah, verse 19. And read verse 20. Okay, give me, give me, give me verse 20. First Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 20 reads, For you are bought with a price. It's just, number 9, you are bought with a price. Therefore, honor Yahweh. You got to honor Yahweh, number 9. In your body. Yeah. And in your spirit. Yeah. Which are Yahweh. Yeah. Because you what? According to verse 19. Because you what? Number nine, you what? What's that mean? Verse 19. What's that mean? What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the righteous spirit, which is in you, uh-huh. which you have of Yahweh, yeah. and ye are not your own. Y'all, six on the camp, don't forget that. You are not your own. We got a great responsibility due to us. If a crime go out there, we got to take care of this business, because this is, we've been set up, we've been built up for these times, and we got to make sure we move on this thing just like the lion sees the prey coming, and all he do is take his tongue and, and wipe across his own nose, but he says, look at this, we'll be on some in a minute. That's how we got to be. Come on back, young lion, brother McKay, give us some up. Come back to the book of Zachariah. Your mom at, your uncles in the mess, mm-hmm. they did. 
you got to go and get 12. Because you're not your own. Once you built up number nine, you got to go. And that's what these days about these speech days, you got to sit up there and look. That's where you come bump shoulders to see exactly who understands the mission, the, the bigger picture. This ain't nothing but a shot of what we're doing in 5 verse 11. Um, hey, I'm going to tell you, read that, Judges 5 11. See, all we're doing is, is a 5 verse 11 in Judges there, Hey, what is, what is that talking about? Where's our elder at? We're looking at uh, Judges 5.11, elder Mr. Kale. What's that verse talking about, elder? Somebody pull the elder out. 5 verse 11. We Judges. Chapter 5. We'll pick it up at verse number 11. Yes. We Judges. Chapter 5. We'll Because it's a very important thing about these speech days. 
because you got some that's going to be, they don't understand this thing. And that's why we got to go back. Uh, Makai, finish up. Go give me a little bit more, go, Makai. I need a little bit more. That's, what else is in that? In that, in that 13, next verse. I need a little bit more. Going back to the book of Zechariah, chapter 13, picking it up, finishing up verse number 9. Verse 9, read. And I will bring the third part through the fire, and will refine them as silver is refined, and will try them as gold is tried. They shall call on my name, and I will hear them. I will say, It is my people. And they shall say that Yahweh is my Yahweh. He said he's going to try him now. Now he came back to me exactly what was going on. What if the young line of Micaiah, he said he's going to try them. Now I now remember. He came back to me through the Spirit. In the Hebrews chapter 12. Think about why, he gonna, why is he going to try them, uh, young line? Why is he going to try them? Let's talk about it. Young man, Brother McKay, we're going to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 4. Let's read a little bit. Set me up on the tower. 
And will watch to see what he will say unto me. And I'm going to watch to see what he will say unto me. And what I shall answer. And what I shall answer. This is good. When I am reproved. And when I am reproved. Understand one thing. If you don't get reproved, then you got a spirit come up on you. The seer knew he won't be reproved. Much as the seer knew, you will have to be reproved. Yeah, but then all of a sudden when you try to prove somebody to help them out, then they got a comeback coming. Then they got something out their mouth. No. The correction is part of the understanding that everybody got to be corrected. The seer know he has to be corrected from that angel that was sent down from the Father and the Son. He said, I'm just going way back. I know I'm going to be reproved because I know my mind thinking one thing, and I could be totally wrong. So when he approved me, I'm going to take my correction and keep it moving. And that's the spirit we're talking about. Oh, yeah, and then, y'all, I got no choice but to kick in when you understand that when you get corrected, don't always have a comeback. Take the correction because it's from above to correct you if a time to come. Come on back and read with the Hebrews. All right. We're going back to the book of Hebrews, the book of Israelites. We're going to chapter 12. We're going to pick it up at verse number, pick it up, finish up verse 5. Verse 5 reads, No faint when you are corrected of him. And, and don't do what? Faint when so, you are corrected he, of him. Then you want to faint. Now, somebody got to bring you some water and, and bang you now because you did correct. Huh? Now you got to be, you see? Wait, wait. Verse number six. For whom do Yahweh love, he chases. See, whom Yahweh love, he chases. That's chases. right. That's and scorch every son whom he receives. So now, we have to do these things to see what you're made of. We have no choice but to do this to see what you're made of. Hey, Mother E, give me a precept on that, Mother. And the book called Proverbs 24, verse number 10. Mother E, need a precept on that. 24, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. The book of Proverbs. Chapter 24, verse 10, read. Let me just think that. Proverbs chapter 24. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10. If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. Yes. He said, he says, if you faint in the day of adversity, look up that definition of a young lion to tell what that word means, adversity. Then your strength is small. What, what, what is he saying? What is he saying by if you faint in the day of adversity? Look up that definition, young lion. What that word mean? What that word mean? Adversity. Yeah, what that word mean? Adversity. 
University. All right. Looking up the, uh, the word adversity. What it means. According to the Google Dictionary, the word adversary for the Oxford languages it means difficulty, misfortune. Now, first, first definition again? Difficult. Yeah, right. But something, something is difficult. Then you think behind it. You see? Now, what's that supposed to mean? Because Yaqua gave a, um, he gave a, he gave something he said in the 11th chapter. See, remember, we teach three of them Yaqua. See, adversity means what again? Difficult. So something difficult. Remember what Yahweh said in the 11th chapter there, Brother Titus? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yahweh. Hallelujah. What did he say in the 11th chapter of Numbers? What did he say? What is, what is put on leadership? What is put on in the 11th chapter? The book of Numbers, chapter 11. Man, I ain't tell you what verse you read, though. Sir, you read it. Go for you ready to go for yourself. I ain't told you no verse and you ready to go. Yeah? You got to make sure you ain't growing this thing. You got to be focused on this business right here. 11 chapters, now figure at verse number 16. Then so, uh, bring that out. Level 16. The book of Numbers of the Law, chapter 11, verse 16. Yes, sir. And Yahweh said to Moses, Gather to me, 70 men of the elders of Israel, yes. whom you know to be elders of the people. He said, now, who you know? So he said, Moses, go gather me 70 elders of the people, who you know, who you've been people in, although he don't already people everybody anyway. <laughs> he won't. Moses, you look out there, who you know, and do what with who you know is to be the elders of the people. Yes. And officers over them. Yeah. And bring them into the temple of the congregation of Israel. Yeah. That they may stand there with you. With you. Go ahead. 17. And I'm going to come down and talk with you there. And I'm going to come down and talk with you there, Moses. And I will take the spirit which is upon you. And the, and the spirit you got on you, Moses, which is most meekest man on the face of the earth, Moses. Yahweh. <laughs> and we'll put it upon them. And we'll put that spirit on them. So they're going to be all over the place. They're going to be by that spirit that you got. Hallelujah. Is that what we read? Hallelujah. Whatever they. And they should bear the burden of the people with you. And they're going to bear the burden of the people. Go ahead. That you bear not yourself alone. So this is what this is what we're trying to tell you. So this is how you build up the nine. The nine gotta understand one thing. You gotta have the same spirit with that fear. You gotta be ready to take care of this business because life is on the line. So you see, you can't be all over the place. You gotta know exactly what's going on, and that's why it's so important on the Sabbath day, the feast day, the gathering together, because you you rehearsing the righteous act. You get prepared for the big thing to come. 
and I will hear them. I will say, it is my people, and they shall say, Yahweh is my Yahweh. Chapter 
Now therefore go to, proclaim in the ears of the people, saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, mm-hmm. let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. Yes. And there returned of the people 22,000, and there remained 10,000. Verse 4. And Yahweh said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the wolf, and I will try them for and I will try them for you there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto you, This shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whomsoever I say unto you, This shall not go with you, the same shall not go. Verse 5. So he brought down the people unto the wall. And the Yahweh said unto Gideon, Everyone that, that laugheth of the water with his tongue as a dog laughing, him shall you set by himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. Verse 6. And the number of them that laughed, putting their hands to their mouth, was 300 men. Now, see, them 300 was the ones that is not going to compromise. Them, them is called in the book, he called them laughing like a dog. These ones that were serious about this business, and all they want to do is hear something, and we're, we're, we're able to leadership point them to it, that's it. And you got some, it's apologetic. They want to be serene. They want to take a, a teaspoon and, and drink tea with it, a teaspoon. Pour it into the salt and all that, instead of gargling it down. You know, they are compromising spirits. So you got to watch compromising spirits. But the one got that urgency, that dog mentality, when we come down to Yahweh's business, they own the case, that's what Yahweh's saying. He said, now you watch the one that's going to lap it up like a dog. It'd be people the same time. You got to watch them. That's the one you want. Now he, now he gave a case of point on it. Uh, he gave a case of point, sister. Uh, he gave a case of points to Sarah in the 17th chapter, or maybe the 19th chapter of 1st Kings. He gave a case. He gave a case. The Bible got a case of points. Let me show you he got a case of points. See, ain't nothing in this Bible, like I tell you, if, if whatever sin tells you, don't worry about it. If he, if he tell you something, you bet he'll already done it already. He'll tell you nothing unless... That he hasn't already been done. You got to be trying to see if you about this man's business. This man's business will to get you in the kingdom. Will be chosen by these days. Now, in this book called First Kings 18, now, Sister Sarah, the seal was on the clock. And what what did he want Yahweh to do according to verse 36? Down to verse 38. Let's see how Yahweh responded that we can read from the Pharaoh. We're going to 1 Kings 18, 36 through 38. What happened? We're going to the book of 1 Kings, chapter 18, reading 36 through 38. Uh-huh. Verse 36 reads, And it came to pass, at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, yes. when Elijah the prophet, the seer, came here and said, Yahweh, Yahweh of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. 
Let it be known this day that thou art Yahweh in Israel, and that I am your servant. Who? What? what that, that he who? I am your servant. Yahweh. And that I have done all these things at your word. And, and, and he didn't do nothing but what, what kind of way he did? At Yahweh's word. That means he don't do nothing on his own. He didn't look at this book and said that's how he wrote. Go ahead, read. Verse 37. Hear me, O Yahweh, hear me, that the people may know that thou art the Yahweh, Yahweh, and that thou hast turned thou, their mind back again. Okay, good. Listen to this, okay? Verse 38. Then the fire of the Yahweh fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stone and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. What 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 did it do? And lick the water. What, what, what do you say the one they sit beside him on the do? You said which one he'll work with? The one that lick up the water. Lick up the water. Like so that? That's the one he's going to be working with. He ain't no talking. When it comes down this year, you, you won't know what to break out to. You see that? So, this is where the old, but he said, I'm going to try this. He don't change how he operates now. He said, the one that licked this thing up like a dog. Them the one he want, right? And he was, and it was a comparison in of uh, his own self taking the lead. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen thirty-eight. He said, the, the, he said, now Yahweh told him put put some little water out there, what big water out there, and lick up the water that was in the trench. He licked it all up. See. And what we're doing is we call a shadow about these beast days, Sabbath days, and everything else. We got to have this kind of spirit for Yahweh to kick in. He got it written exactly what kind of spirit got to be around. He said, the one that got this spirit right here, that's the one you sit to the side. You were about 300 then, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. But all the rest of them kept going back home. You hear your mama calling you, you got doubt, going back home somewhere. Is that what he said? Word. If 
you don't believe his word, it's impossible to please him. Is that a man's thing? You can't please him unless you believe his word. It's no discussion. We know what the order stands. He told Moses, look out there, and when you see those that fit the program that I'm, that I'm on, and I'm on, the, I'm on the program about ligging it up. Uh, I'm on the program ligging it up. Look out there and find me one that can lick this thing up, and he found 300. Right? Yeah, and what did he tell the rest of them to do? All the rest of them to do are young man, Macaulay. Now he got the 300 to the side, and what, and what did he say? Going back to the book of Judges. Yes. Chapter 7. We just got done finished verse number 6. We're going to verse number 7. Book of Judges. I mean, no, nah, I mean, we got done reading verse number uh, 4. Going to verse 5. So he brought down the people into the water. Yes. And Yahweh to get it. Everyone that laughing of the water with his tongue as a dog laughing. Him shall you set by himself. Uh-huh. Likewise, everyone that bows down, the, the one that's compromising, all the compromising, well, I don't know, I, I got to think, you know, compromising. Mm-hmm. That bowing down upon his knees to drink. Verse 6. And the number of them that lacked, putting their hands to their mouth, were 300 men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water.
and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. Verse 3, I mean verse 7. And Jeshua, and Benah, and Sherebiah, and Jacob, and Aku, and Shabbatiah, Hodiah, Messiah, Kalita, Azariah, Josephus, Hanan, Haleah, and Belibah, called the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. So you see it is. So all the ones that was part of the mind that been programmed to understand this thing, they was out there working the audience. They was they was walking around and seeing exactly um Titus. You go take a look at Sirach chapter eleven and you gotta have that right spirit on you and a uh, verse twelve. So the ones that you just got through hearing, they job they was among the midst of the people. In Sirach chapter eleven, verse twelve, because we know we're gonna have people that's gonna be um, what? The book of Sirach. The Seer, chapter 11, verse 12 reads, Sirach, the Seer, chapter 11, verse 12. Again, there's another that is slow. That's right. Again, there's another that is slow. You have something that's slow. Yes. The other one that you got to be able to have that spirit to watch them see, because they really don't understand what it's all about. So your job is to detect that they don't know and get over to them because they what? Slow. Right. Slow understand because they got Christianity have uh, handcuffed them in the brain. Get them, get them all kind of ways. So you have to have the discernment, and that's why they had to come together on these days to rehearse the righteous act, and those that don't understand what's going on, they get out in order to be. Because they're going to be slow if they come out of any other camp. They're going to be slow. So you got to go over to them and beat them the word of Yahweh. Because they're going to be what? Slow. Down to 15. Straight on down to 15. Right. It had need of help. And they need help. Yes. Wants an ability. And they want the ability. And full of poverty. Yeah. Yet the eye. Of Yahweh look upon them, look upon him for good, yeah. and set him up from his lowest state. Hey, hey, that's right. Do you? You set them up. He ain't coming down to do nothing. He set it up through the leadership to get out there and do and help the ones that are slow. Remember, when nine is built up, he ain't going back to one and three and six. He's going from the twelve. But the nine got to be tried to understand what to look for when they see somebody come in. They already know the six on the count. This person is slow. I got to get over there, pull them to the side, mm-hmm. take them to the goal room, mm-hmm. and work them over a little bit. Mm-hmm. See, you got to have that spirit automatic in you. You see? Good. Verse 13. It lifted up his head for misery. That's right. Because if you're not in this right here, you in misery. Okay, yeah, well, how much dollars you got? You in misery if you ain't got this right here. Yeah, well. Go ahead. So that many that saw it marveled at him. That's right. 14. Prosperity 
and adversity, life and death, poverty and riches come of Yahweh. All that come of Yahweh. See, we that was Baruch. Baruch was talking about his house and those big leg woman he had, mm-hmm. and he forgot the mission. The mission is children of Israel, and I'm trying wicked. Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, I'm going to take them down. And he worried about himself. He said, I'm still you, Baruch. You're not your own, Baruch. You strive to write down what I tell Jeremiah, and you pause and throw a holler about, oh, woe is me. You can't woe is me on this thing. <laughs> now, I'm in grief. What you in grief about? See? Because that Benjamin did, he, he covered his own. See? Now give me a, now go on to uh, Wisdom of Solomon that young man. And, uh, well, I'll leave with Wisdom of Solomon out of that. Now come on back, uh, young man, uh, uh, I mean, Brother Makai, come on back to that, that seventh chapter, we read verse seven, let's read verse eight. Let's see what they was, let's see what they was doing. Uh, back into chapter seven. Now we come on back to Nehemiah, chapter eight, you read seven, now you can read verse eight. Uh, yeah, well. Book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, verse number 8 reads. So they read in the book of the law of Yahweh's distinctly, and gave the sentence, and called them to understand the reading. You see, you, see, you see what they were doing? So they were out there making them understand what was going on. See, this is a big job. So what we're doing, we're rehearsing about that, and that's why we come together on anything about Yahweh's business. We rehearsing about to see who best to fit this role, that role, that role. I know we already know through the word of Yahweh. But at the same token, you have to understand one thing. This is Yahweh's business. We got to take care of Yahweh's business. Now, let's run um, and see what he said, young. So, Sarah, he, he starts off in Matthew chapter 18. Read down about 20. 26. And Bob Makai, you pick it up after 26. Let's go on to Matthew's chapter 18, verse 21, and take it down to verse 26. So, Sarah, and then in 27 to 35, we'll be online. Going to Bob Makai. Going to the book of Matthew, chapter 18, reading verses 21 to 26. Mm-hmm. Book of Matthew, chapter 18. 21 through 26, verse 21 reads, Then came Peter to him and said, Yahuwah, how I'll tell my brother sin against me, and I'll forgive him. Till seven times, verse 22, Yahuwah say unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Verse 23, Therefore the kingdom of heaven likened unto a third king, which will take account of his servants. Verse 24. And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him, which owed him ten thousand pounds. Verse 25. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Yahweh commanded him to be sold, and his wife and his children, and all that he had and payment to be made. Verse 26. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Yahweh, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. 
book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 27, down to verse 25, 35. Verse 27 reads, And the Yahweh of that servant was moved with compassion, and loosed him, and forgave him the death. Verse 28. But the same servant went out, and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him, and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that you owe. 29. His fellow servant fell down at his feet, and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. Verse 30. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. Verse 31. So when his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry, and came and told unto their Yahweh all that was done. 32. Then his Yahweh after that, he had called him, said unto him, O oh, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt, because you desired me. Verse 33. Should not you also have had compassion on your fellow servant, even as I had pity on you? Verse 34. His Yahweh was wrapped, and delivered him to the tormentors, Till he should pay all that was due unto him. Verse 35. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your mind forgive not everyone his brother their sin. Read verse 21 again. The book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 21 reads. 21 reads. It came Peter to him and said, Yahweh the Son, how often shall my brothers, shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times. So you see, when you read this read, this is why it was so important. That, and and where, where is Yahweh at when all this going on, uh, Mother E? Hey, Mother E. Where is, where is all this going on? Where is all this good talk going on there? We're going to St. John chapter 7, Mother 8. And what we want to find out where is all this good talk going on? Now, Peter came to Yahweh, and that was a great thing. But what we want to know, where is all this talk coming from? Huh? That's what we want to know. Where is all this talk coming from? What is really going on? that all this red, big, tall talking is going on. In the seventh chapter, Mother, Mother E. So remember, Yahweh came to edify. So uh, let's go around to verse number eight. Where is all this talk going? Hey, Mother E, where is all this talk coming from? Verse verse eight. St. John chapter seven, verse eight. Go ye up unto this feast. I go not up yet unto this feast, for my time is not yet yet for the come. Uh-huh. So that means Yahweh has came to the feast. So all this conversation was going on at a feast. You know, when the gathering comes. So verse 4 
Now about the midst of the sea, Yahweh went up into this temple and taught. And what did he do? And, and by the midst of the beast, he went into the temple and done some teaching. So that, that's what he was doing on the feast day. And what feast was that? Now, he came 70 miles to his feast, mother. Now, we're going to skip down to verse 37 and find out what feast was this. That he came 70 miles to be able to answer the question to Peter and everybody else, if your brother, if my brother sinned against me, how many times shall I forgive him? They are at the feast. They are at the temple. Verse 37. 38, come on, verse, verse 37 and 38. Verse 37. In the last days, that great day of the feast, Yahweh the Son stood and cried, said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. 38. He that believe on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You said, so the last day, what is the last piece? Where is the last piece according to Benedict 23? What piece is that? What piece is that? What's the name of it? So Yaquah came 70 miles. For the feast of the uh, tabernacle. And he was there to be the sign to show them exactly how you handle things if something jump up. Now, because you know your brother was coming down there, your brother all over the world was coming there. So you're not going to have patience with your brother. And if your brother will sin against you, you have to forgive your brother. And then you will sit the stage and this is what these feasts are all about. So your brother is coming from a different situation. So now you got to be in position to help this brother. See? But how do you be in position if you don't pay it no never mind? So this is what the righteous act about on the third day, the fourth day, fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. It was the burning party that was doing because in the wisdom of Solomon, young line, Brother Titus, the 15th chapter, verse 14 and 15 says what? Okay, the wisdom of Solomon. Chapter 14. Mm-hmm. Chapter 15, verse 14 and 15. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 15. Verse 14 and 15. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 15, verse 14 and 15. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 15, verse 14 and 15. And all the enemies of my people that hold them in subjection are most foolish and are more miserable than every babe, than very babes. Verse 15, and they counted all the idols of the heathen, nation of Esau's five sons, to be Yahquas, which neither have use of eyes to see, nor noses to draw breath, nor ears to hear, nor fingers of hands to handle, for as for the feet, for as and as for their feet, they are slow to go. They are what? 
They are slow to go. Yeah, but you put in Esau and five sons. That's why you got no timeline. And Muslim Solomon, they know nothing about no Esau and five sons. They was not in business right then. Oh, okay. They were talking about, see, we, we, we got to know what we're saying. The Esau and five sons is nowhere in that they ain't even came. They don't come into Alexander in 300 B.C. This is happening in okay. 900, 900 B.C., 1000 B.C., and all and all was in power then. Was who, what, who was the two nations that was in power then? I mean, serious. Yeah. yeah. So there was, was, was the nation. Now, Egypt was in power, and they came out of Egypt, right? Right. So that that you know that's the one that they knew at that time. But when Solomon got in, along with they they were whooping uh, the Canaanites in. So they're talking about the Canaanites and all them. Uh, and they think ain't got nothing to do with no Esau and the five sons. You give them credit for he not nowhere in the picture now. Too early for him. Oh, okay. He, he's trying to manipulate his way in and get yeah, up. Yeah, somewhere else. Trying to get working, in the caves. Of, in the cave. He's never seen everything, ran him out of his home. And he's somewhere, like Gerald, like uh, Joe said he was doing, sounding like a bunch of jackasses in the 30th chapter. So they were doing it that time with him. <laughs> so you can't just jump there and just put something in there, you know what I mean? You got to be, be, be exact. And that's when y'all are coming in. All right. but, I mean, but that was the, that was the feast was all about, was to correct whatever on your mind. And correcting it, we are and to be able to correct others on the time appointed. See, so now, so now we find out that yeah, so yeah, right. We were we were in power, and we were reflecting back out of them coming out of mm-hmm. uh, on the day rule, mm-hmm. Egypt, the Canaanites, and all them. That was that was just reflecting back on too. They know nothing about this man to come. You know, unless he that they written it down, but he was this man coming along. He got a great while to come, but we come. That's in the 300. This is in the 900. Okay. See? So now, so we find out now that he had number nine. They, so they, he came to the speech to work with the number nine, and he started with Peter. And Peter asked the question. You know, you know a lot about my old slick brothers on the way up here. How many times shall I forgive him? He forgive him the many times if they repent. They repent, you forgive them. So this is a big job got to be done. You can't hold that. That's what that, that tuning about. If you, if you are told, you will drop those that have repented and put them on the right track, and you move forward from that point on. So that's why it's very important. I'm saying we have to see the ones that are slow and take it from there. Now go to Second Chronicles there, uh, Titus. Look at 31, verse 7 and 8. Okay. Go on to 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 7 and 8. Mm-hmm. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 7 and 8. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 7 and 8. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 7 and verse 8. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation. Of the heaps and finish them in the seven months. And same thing about all y'all speech. You got to prepare for this business. If you don't become a nine, you don't drunk, you gonna take uh, open the book and open your mouth about the Bible. You got to prepare for this thing. You got to be prepared for this right here. This is this is the business that you've been uh, ordained to do, y'all business. But you got to lead by example. 
You can't tell nobody nothing unless you're going to do it. You can't tell nobody how to get their body together or nothing else unless, unless you can, are you going to do it. Yeah, well. We can tell you exactly how to get yourself together, how to remove all kind of, you know, problems in your body. All it takes you 90 days, but you got to have your yaqwah first. 90 days. You got to be tough. 90 days. In 90 days, you don't eat nothing that you're going for the wind, but you eat grapes and watermelon. You got to clean that garbage out of your body. Take you 90 days. After 30 days, you start seeing your body start making up. You're going to go through all kinds of transformation for 30 days. And after them 30 days, you'll start seeing some things that you, 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 you'll start seeing the light. But your foundation is laid in 30 days. You're going to move, got to move all the toxins and the garbage out your body, all the stuff you're built up from eating all that dead food. Mm-hmm. And the reason why they did that feast day, they were going to tell them about certain foods don't even touch. Now, now, now go on your phone, somebody telling about this. See, that was so important about these feast days. You both tell them about when you see them snow out there, you go and you put them aside. And look up what it says about the U.S. chicken. Let's see what it says. What it says. Somebody read that, what it says about the U.S. chicken. The U.S. chicken. Let's read about the U.S. chicken now. Who got? Who will bring it up about the U.S. chicken? The U.S. chicken. See, you be watching those. We're going to read about the U.S. chicken that's with, that have, that they put in, that the United States put something in their chicken. And we want to we want to make sure, and that's what these days are all about. Show you what the United States put in their chicken. What do the United States put in their chicken? Oh, they in right by the young line. You never know what can come up. Or be ready to go. Or yeah, you know what's bad. He said, "Look here, that U.S. chicken. What about that U.S. chicken? What about that U.S. chicken? That United States do what to that U.S. chicken? What they put in their chicken?" The U.S. chicken, and no other nation want no part of it. What they put in their chicken? What do they put in their chicken? The U.S. chicken, they put chloride in it. I want, I want to hear that. Do, I want to do the United States put chlorine in their chicken. That's what I want to hear. What do they do? What do the United States do? Do they put chlorine in their chicken? That's what I want to know. I don't know what's going on. And see, that's what, and that's what they were doing on the feast day. They were showing those that were coming up to feast about stay away from U.S. chicken that got chlor, chloride in it. Because U.S., the United States, put in their food that chicken chlor, chlorine. And I don't know what they say about it. What do they say about it? To the Google Dictionary, where we're pulling up uh, about the chicken, United States chicken in a Google search, and it reads, 97% of chickens processed in the USDA facilities are bathed in chlorine. Right. They're bathed in chlorine, right? Mm-hmm. So now, now, now stop it there and pull up what do chlorine mean. See, that's what folks in the extent of lesson when was brought up about it, and you'll be in your nose ready to go. So that chlorine, because when you sit on these feet today, you got people who come in, and they're going to be having chicken, and they're going to be doing this and they're doing that. And you got to be brought to the side and they'll know that the United States of America, they got 97% of their chickens 
have chlorine in it. And what do chlorine mean? See, that's why they, they was out there uh, talking to the ones that was below to let them know that the United States put chlorine in their chicken. So when you go into these restaurants and get chicken, you get chlorine. What do the word chlorine mean? So we have for the Google search on the word chlorine, we're going to get a little bit, a little add something on to it. We got chlorine. Chlorine is a yellow green gas at room temperature. It is a what? Yellow green gas. It's a gas. And what is a gas? What is gas? If gas, if you leave a stove on and gas getting you know, what is getting you know? Gas or toxin. Gas. What is gas? What is M N? And what's a toxin? Gas. What is that? Is that uh, uh, the P word? Poison. Chapter 58, verse 3. 
book of Psalms, chapter 58, verse 3. Psalm chapter 58, verse 3 reads, the, weak, the wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray soon as they be born, speaking lies. You see that? And you go right on the internet or your telephone and read what they tell you chlorine is okay. Although we put it in the chicken, but it's okay. What are they going to say? They put poison in their chicken and it's okay. All other nations, when you do your research, have banned anything that's come out of the United States on their chicken. They put chlorine in it, which is a toxin, which is a gas, which is a poison. If you blow your mess around and leave your gas on, you go to sleep, got your windows down, that gas turns to poison. It's a poison, and what happens when, happen when you don't wake up in the next morning? You, you have they call it a gas, uh, what do they call it?
that you want, like you got computers doing that. Mm-hmm. You can talk to your computer and, and your regular language, but it comes in their language the way they want to hear. So it ain't nothing new. You take it new now, you can pick your computer now, and yeah, you'll be, you can be talking to somebody in, in Russia somewhere. And he's thinking, he's thinking you're in Russia, and he's talking back to you in English. You see, that's a big thing. No, that was going on there. Them five tongues were translating what they were saying and what language they did in. Hallelujah. That was going on. Go ahead and read. And where did it come from? Verse number nine. Hardin. They came out of pocket. And me. They came out of me. And Elamite. They was over there too. Israel was over there too. And the dwellers of Mesopotamia. Mm-hmm. And in Yadatu. Yeah, okay. Good. All that was going on. And what and what happened in verse twelve? Verse twelve. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another. Yeah. What mean is this? It's a what is really going and that's why the brothers that's why you gotta be prepared when they bring for they slow. They don't know what's going on. You go over there and you recognize that spirit, you put them to the side and they know what's going on. So they slow. Go ahead. Verse number thirteen. Others marking said, These men are full of new wine. Uh huh, but watch this. Verse fourteen. But Peter, standing up with the elect, lifted up his voice and said to them, What? You men of Yadah Judah. You men of Yadah Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. So who came up on this feast day? The children of Israel. And they was up in every nation, and they knew he'd come there, but but he had the one that was, remember, remember, Yahweh's son was there to get Peter's break. You had brothers come all over the world, come to that feast. So the ones that was number nine, they approached these guys, and now they work these guys over right now saying what? Verse number, let me finish up verse number 11. You had a Yadda Jew. Yes. And all you that dwell in Yadda Jew. Yes. Be this known unto you and hearken to my word. What? Verse 15. For these are not drunken as as you suppose. You're right. Then it is but the third hour of the day. He said, it's too early to get drunk. It's, too, it's 9 o'clock in the morning. We ain't ready to get drunk yet. We got to teach first. Go ahead, read. Verse 16. But this is that which was spoken by the seer, Joel. He said, what I'm talking to you, you about is preparing you and all the rest of the 11. They all out in the audience. This day is talking about what happened to Joel at the feast. So we got to be prepared to meet them. And that's what we're doing now on the third day, fourth day, fifth day, sixth day. We prepared to meet them where they at because they ain't going to understand nothing that's going on, when to have it, what to have it. We prepared to meet them. Go ahead, read. Verse 17. Watch this. And it shall come to pass in the last days, said the young one, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Yeah. And your sons and your daughters shall and, and and your sons and daughters to prophesy when the best is to teach at the feast days. Because that's when they're going to come for they come above the loaves, but you got to direct them on saying the loaves come after you hear the word. you got to understand why you're here. And that's what they were doing in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 7. They were getting out there, dealing with the ones that were slow and didn't have an understanding, and that's what we come in at. 
We give a path to help those that are slow. Wherever you slow at, we meet you where you at, and we correct you, you know, with the right spirit on what is the true meaning of these feast days. We, we come together now for, and we prepare for it to take care of y'all for our business. Go ahead. I will put out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. So now look what happened. So that was going on on this feast days. So now, now when we go, and I think let's get uh, Sister Judas get and uh, bring her in, get uh, her in that microphone for a minute or two. Let's see if um, Sister Judas, the tribe of Yah God Judah, one of the sisters out of Camp One. Yah God be there, see right. Yahweh bless you, fear Israel of sea world. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, right, Sister Judas. Hey, Judas, let's pull out a verse for us here. And we got to understand something. And Ezekiel 14, 14, and skip down to 18, down to verse 20. Can you have the national audience out about something? Chapter 14, verse 14, 18. Out of verse 20. Ezekiel chapter, chapter 14, what is that, verse 14, 18 to 20? Yeah, take it 18 down to verse 20. Read Ezekiel, Ezekiel 14, 14, then skip down to 18, 19, 20. What does that have to do? Ezekiel chapter 4, chapter 14, verse 4, 14. read. 14, verse 14. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 14. Hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on, Judas. Look at the real chapter. In Ezekiel chapter 14, pick up at verse 14 and skip down to 18, 19, and 20. What does it say? Ezekiel chapter 14, verses 14, 18 to 20. Verse 14 reads, Daniel and Job were in it. They should deliver but their own souls by their righteous, saith the Yahweh. Verse 18 reads, <clears> Through <throat> these three men were in it, as I live, saith the Yahweh, they shall deliver neither sons nor daughters, but they only shall be, del- be delivered themselves. Verse 19 reads, For if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury upon it in blood to cut off from from it man and beast. Verse 20 reads, Though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, saith the Yahweh, they shall deliver neither son nor daughter. They shall but deliver their own souls by their righteousness. See, you you only can deliver your own self. You can't deliver nobody else. When you got a call on you, you can't. It's nothing to talk about. You got to get in and get in where you, and get in where you fit in at and do your father's business. All one, only soul you can deliver is yourself. That's all you can deliver is yourself. I don't care how much Joe Daniel said. 
down to verse number 50. Yeah, what did that say? The book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 48, down to verse 50, 48 <laughs> But he asked and said unto him, that told him, Who no, is no, it? No, back in verse 46. Bring it in, bring it in. 46, down to 50. Yeah, 
got me on? Give me a precept there, young man. Mark chapter 3, 31, down to verse 35. Hallelujah, Mark chapter 3, verse 31 and 35. Mark chapter 3, verse 31 reads, There came dead his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him, calling him. Verse 32, And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, your mother and your brethren without seek for you. Verse 33, He answered, Answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? Verse 34. And he looked round about on them, which sat about him, and oh, said, He looked round about the ones that were sitting around about him. Yeah, boy. He looked around the ones that were sitting around about him. And what did he say? And said, What did he say? Behold, look, my mother yes. and my brethren. Mm-hmm. Verse 35. For whosoever shall do the will of Yahweh, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. One that do the will is what's written in this Bible. That is your mother. And and them the ones you forgive seven times, seven times. The one that do the will, that is your mother, your brother, your auntie, your sister, your brother, your cousin. The one that do the will. You forgive them seven times seven. But the one that's outside of Yahweh, they ain't doing it with Yahweh, you're going to cut your time short and twenty seven twelve with them. But those that want to do the will about this will, that's the one you deal with. That is your mother and your brother. So he's sitting you up right now, six morning council, to recognize your mother and your brother the ones that understand about the feast days, Sabbath day, the fringes ran, and understand where they shot at you help them at. If they shot, understand that they, 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 they got a bunch of chicken with it. If you're in the United States, that's the last thing you're going to leave this chicken. No other country wants nothing to do with the United States chicken because they put chlorine in their chicken. Chlorine is rich. It is a toxic. A toxic is a gas. A gas is a poison. You know what poison do if it gets inside the system. Huh? Over to the young line. Yaqua. Yaqua. All right. All right. I said to Judy. Yaqua, bitches, to the Judy Israel and C. Roy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yaqua, bless you, my Yaqua, Titus, Israel, Sea World. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua. All right, Sister Judith. Uh, give me some uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. <clears throat> Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. That righteous spirit will teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. All right, Sister Judy, give me uh, 
be Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19 and 20. Matthew chapter 10, verses 19 and verse 20. Verse 19 reads, But but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. Verse 20 reads, For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. That's right. Not you that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. All right. All right. We go on to Chief Speaker of the Nation of Israel. Chapter 4, verse 11. 1 Peter, chapter 4, verse 11. Yeah, Mother E. Y'all quite be sure that Mother E, Israel, and C. Roy. Yeah, well, bless you, Brother Matai. Brother Isaac. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to 1 Peter, chapter 4. Verse 11, going to the chief speaker of the nation of Israel. First Peter chapter 4, verse 11. 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 Verse 11 reads. If any man speak, let him speak as the article of Yahweh. If any man let him do it as of the ability which Yahweh gave, that Yahweh in all things may be glorified through Yahweh the Son, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So any man speak, let them speak as the oracles of Yahweh. What man is this? They got to speak. Who supposed to have their mouth going when it comes to the oracles of Yahweh, the words of Yahweh? Who supposed to have their mouth going? Let's go to Romans real quick. Let's go to the book of Romans. Hey, uh, Sister Judith. Give me the book of Romans, Sister Judith Israel. Go on to the book of the Romans real quick. Go on to the book of Romans real quick. Make that Romans chapter 3. Go on to the book of Romans chapter 3. Book of Romans chapter 3. So the Jew to pick it up at verse 1. Romans chapter 3 verse 1. Verse 1 reads, What advantage then have the Yadah Judas or what profit is there a circumcision? Mm-hmm. Verse 2. Verse 2 reads, Must every way chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of Yahweh. See that? Must every way chiefly. So that chiefly is 
first, chiefly, much every way chiefly, because that unto them were committed the organs of Yahweh, the words of Yahweh. And we can read real quick. All right, um, Mother E, let's go to Genesis real quick. Y'all probably don't change. I got a program set up. Let's go to Genesis chapter 49. Genesis chapter 49. You're going to pick it up at verse 1. Then we're going to skip down to verse 8. We're going to read down to get our point. Verse 8 to verse 10. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. And verse 8 down to verse 10. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. And verse 8 to 10. Genesis chapter 49, verse 1. And Jacob and Israel, oh, and Israel called unto his son and said, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you that which shall befall you in the last days. Verse 8. That's where we at right now, on the last days. Hallelujah, Verse 8. Judas, thou art he whom thy brother shall pray. Thy hand shall be in the neck of thy enemies. Thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Verse 9. Judas is a large whale from the prey, my son. Thou art gone up. He stooped down. He couches as a lion and as an old lion. Who shall rise him up? Verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the lawgiver from between his feet, until God the Son come, and unto him shall be given of the people of thee. See that? So we know right here, the scepter meaning rulership, shall not depart from Yadah Judah, or lawgiver from between his feet. Until y'all brought a son come. That's a type of rulership. We read in that book of uh, Romans. We read chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. And it said, it's uh, right? Hallelujah, boy. But uh, let's find out what type of chief and what type of rulership. Let's put a name up on that. Mm-hmm. Let's go to first uh, Chronicles. Hallelujah, boy.
supposed to be praising his name. Then I'm going to see if I can find a precept to it. Uh, Brother Tyler, you help me out. You can't pull it out, pull it on out. Uh, 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 it's about praising his name. And sticking with the topic. Give me that, uh, let's go to Genesis real fast. We are going there, but let me pull out about who, 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 is, who is this person, who is the one they're talking about that carry on his name, pray. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> Genesis 7 is, let's go to Genesis chapter 
is the giant athlete warrior. He counts already deep. He runs so fast that he can outstrip a hand. Verse 1. Then the copy of the words of Judah. What things he spake to his sons before he died. Verse 2. They got himself together. Therefore, I've come to him. And he said to them, Hearken, my children, to Judah, your father. Verse 3. I was the fourth son born to my father, Israel, and Leah, my mother, named me Judah, saying, I give thanks to Yahweh, because he has given me a fourth son also. That is. But you know, she said giving thanks, but when we go read this out of our Bible, she said she gave praise to Yahweh. Praise. Yahweh. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 21, Mother Eve. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21. Yes, ma'am. Let me see. 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 Let me Going to book of Isaiah chapter 43. Verse number. Um, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21. Yeah. Book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 21. This people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. What, what? But thou hast not called upon me, O Jacob, Israel, but thou hast been risen of me, O Israel. 23. Oh, okay. Uh, show forth his praise. He's talking about Yada Judah. Hallelujah. Judah's job is to show forth the praise of Yahweh. Judah's job is the one to show forth the praise of Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Which he loved. 
verse 6, and Pharaoh commanded the same day the test master of the people and their offering said, officers said, verse 7, each shall no more give the people straw to make brooks, bricks as it was here to, here to let, here to for let them go and get straws for, gather straws for themselves. And I'll stop reading at verse 8. Verse 8, and, and the talents of the brooks which they did make helpful each shall lay up lay each shall lay up upon them each shall each shall not diminish our all therefore thereof for they they be idols therefore they cry said let us go and sacrifice to our Yahweh.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.